till 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. o'clock here you are at mutinyradio.fm it's time for the happy hour open mic the happiest of hours and it's dark now so comedy in the dark feels a lot less creepy you know what i mean that's how that works all right everybody we're gonna be doing sets tonight it's gonna be a lot of fun put up your hands together for your host right now it's daniel yay Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my first time hosting, and I'm, I'm honored to be here at Mutiny Radio San Francisco. Give it up for Pam. Thank you, Pam Benjamin, for putting this together. So, um, it seems like it's the season, you know? It's, it's the season for, uh, you know, Santa recruitment, right? All right? I mean, they got to start now, you know? They, they can't wait till December. They got to start now. And, um... You know, if they ever ask me, then I'll, I'll look at them in the eye and I'll say, are you sure? Are you sure there's there's not another role that's better for me? You know, I don't think these kids will believe it, right? Like, hey, kids, it's Santa. Like, really? Why is he the same height as me? <laughs> you know, but that's okay. You know, I, I've accepted it. You know, I'll never be Santa. You know, maybe a high-ranking elf, but that's about it. I'll be, uh, I'll be the Dwight Schrute of the North Pole. Assistant Santa. Assistant to Santa. Same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your first comic? Yeah, all right. Give it up for Jenica Jones. Hello, Mutiny Radio. It's good to be here tonight. My name's Jenica Jones, and a little bit about me. I was a weird little kid. I used to suck on dimes. Maybe I had an iron deficiency or something. Um, my family was poor growing up. Uh, we weren't just penny pinchers, we were dime suckers as well. <laughs> but uh, I always wanted a nickname growing up. Surprisingly, it wasn't dime sucker. Finally, I got my wish in seventh grade the kids at school started to call me genitals. <laughs> you know, Jenica, genitals, perfect nickname. And I ran home to my mom. I was like, why'd you name me Jenica? You might as well name me Drassel or Direction. <laughs> Come on, mom. But, um, just be careful what you wish for. I realized that early on. One dream that did come true, I got to get the hell out of Pennsylvania. I came out to California on a one-way bus ticket. And uh, my brother brought me out here when I was 18, but he didn't prepare me for the culture shock in Vallejo, California. I'll never forget my first tamale. I didn't realize you're supposed to unwrap it before you eat it. <laughs> I was like, where's tortilla ever? I was trying to eat the corn husk and everything. But um, speaking of things you chew on, 
I work at a grocery store in the sign department and one of the things that we sell is a beef stick twist in the pet section. And I work in the signs, I had to make a sign for it, so I grab the product, look at the ingredients. 100% pizzle. For shizzle, I don't know what pizzle is, so I had to look it up. Turns out pizzle is cow penis. And the customers are like, sure, my dog can chew on cow dick. <laughs> as long as it's organic and grass-fed. But uh, I mean, don't get it twisted. I don't have a dog, but if I did, I wouldn't train it to chew on dicks. That could backfire. Speaking of things that backfired, my day job at the grocery store. I had to paint faces one day. And uh, sounds like fun until you got a line of kids. It's 95 degrees out, hot metal chair. You're just sitting and they're complaining. This one mother and daughter, they wanted matching ladybugs. I paint the ladybug, hand the little kid the mirror. She's like, you forgot the black dots. I'm like, no, it's right here, right on the ladybug wing, the black dots. And she was like, no, I want to match my mommy. I want little black dots on my nose like my mommy. The kid wanted me to paint blackheads on her nose. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, sweetie, I can't paint them, I don't have the right brush. But don't worry, they're magical dots. They'll just magically appear in five years. And I'll leave you with this. Um, when I'm not telling jokes or working at the grocery store, I like to sew in my spare time, and I made this belt purse right here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's like a hands-free, party-ready fanny pack for 2019. And uh, my problem is I'm trying to sell them on the side and I need a new name because fanny pack is so confusing. In the UK and Australia, it means vagina. <laughs> but here in the United States, it means bum. So I'm playing with some new names, um, thinking maybe Something that makes sense worldwide, like coochie carry-all, <laughs> or cunt wallet, <laughs> or maybe pussy pouch, because my bag is designed to be worn right up front in front of my big fat vagina. Thank you, my name's Jenica Jones. <laughs> That was nice, and um, I'll, uh, I'll see about buying one of those things. It looks pretty nice, you know, just like, oh no, I lost my stuff. Oh, there it is, right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, it's, it's funny, you know, because uh, on my way over here, you know, the, tr the train was crowded, so I, I didn't have a chair. So, you know, you, sometimes you have no choice but to, you know, hold on to those straps that are hanging, you know, in the middle of the train. And it, it's funny, I was really like, like, oh boy, here we go, here we go. And like, you know, sometimes you gotta do a little bit of a thriller, you know, when the train starts to slow down, gotta lean forward. You know, I can't do it, I'm not gonna do it. You know, I'm not gonna face plant, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? That thriller move, the lean forward. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah, that's right. 
give it up for Ian Barnenstein. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Um, having a pretty good day today. I found out that I'm woke uh, from a BuzzFeed quiz called How Woke Are You? Uh, so it's a good day. Um, one thing that's been on my mind recently is whether history is a story of progress. Are things getting better? Are they getting worse? And I'm not really sure because nowadays to know someone is nothing to write home about. But in the Bible, to know someone means to have sex with them. So knowing someone definitely used to be more awesome back then. Uh, and I, I can't imagine what it would entail to biblically have sex in that case. But I don't want to give the impression that everything was better back then because that's not true. Like getting stoned. Getting stoned now is great, but getting biblically stoned, most of the time people back then spent their whole lives trying to avoid it and those who did try it usually quit after the first time. Um, most of you probably have heard of Montessori school. Um, it's where the kids get to learn at their own pace. If not, I strongly recommend this documentary called Billy Madison. And uh, anyway, I think the Montessori approach is really cool. And, and the best part about it has to be the activities. Like on the Montessori track team, they really let you run at your own pace for as long as you want in any direction of your choosing. And that's why Montessori track meets usually end with a manhunt. The police are out, dogs, firefighters. Technically, everyone is a winner in Montessori track meets, but they only call in the National Guard for the real stars. Um, some, something that really gets me is when people use the slippery slope argument, like against gay marriage, people will say, I don't support gay marriage because it's a, sl a slippery slope. And first, you let two consenting adults get together and next thing you know people will be marrying animals and that is a, a ridiculous argument but as a goat fucker I sure hope they're right um, last so uh, a lot of people in San Francisco are obsessed with optimizing their life uh, to make it more productive more efficient and they call it life hacking which as far as I can tell just means doing stuff better um, but I, I wanted to be part of that, so I'll, I'll leave you with some life hacks that, that I came up with. So first, if you wear makeup, you can stop. Just get it tattooed on. <laughs> Another one, uh, most of you probably still brush your teeth. Uh, I used to brush my teeth too, but now I just paint them a believable shade of white. And this last one is not for amateurs, but I was able to finally quit going to the gym and get some time back once I figured out how to give myself bicep cancer. That's right. These guns are malignant. Thanks, everyone. Right, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, speaking of the dentist, you know, uh, no one looks forward to that, do they? It's like, all right, let's see how badly you fucked up. <laughs> oh, come on, open your mouth. <laughs> you don't even want to, right? He's like, just, just, just pretend you did stuff. You know, send me on my way, please. Please don't judge me. 
Ladies and gentlemen, are you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah. yeah. Please give it up for Ryan Schooley. Fuck yes, I should have planned a better path to the stage before I walked up here. Hell yeah, guys. Got uh, the, the cancer biceps. I like that a lot. I never thought about that idea. Uh, new plans for tonight. I'm going to stick my dick in a power reactor. All right, I'm going to get a big old cancerous erection. Um, every time I say erection at mutiny, a family walks by. That's a fun fact. Uh, <laughs> door is always open. Fun times for all. Uh, I'll teach your kids some stuff. Um, okay. I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, my relationship's going pretty well. My, uh, my girlfriend has been seeing a therapist, which is cool because um, I'm, I'm a big therapy supporter. Uh, I just worry that maybe she's seeing the wrong therapist uh, because um, her therapist is going through a divorce and it's like, you know, we both have our issues, but our relationship's going pretty well. And it's starting to feel like based on what she's telling me about these sessions, her therapist might be projecting her feelings about her ex-husband onto me, which is not, not a great thing, you know? Like my girlfriend will be talking about something completely unrelated. She'll be like, oh, I've been depressed ever since my cousin died this year. Her therapist is like, that must be so hard when your boyfriend doesn't do the dishes. I don't know how you, how you manage, you know? The other funny thing about it is her, uh, her therapist keeps calling her by the wrong name. So uh, her name's Alexis. She'll be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm anxious at work. And, and her therapist will be like, I think your boyfriend's cheating on you, Ashley. Uh, I think you fucking need to work on that. Okay. The first part worked a little bit better. Progress. Progress. Uh, bombing slightly less, one set at a time. All right. Um... <laughs> the open mic snaps. I uh, I'm getting ready to propose to my girlfriend though. You know that's that's the thing I'm gonna do. I'm planning it out. Uh, thank you for your woo. Uh, cancer buddies. All right. Um, <laughs> I I want it to be a good proposal. Like my my uh, initial plan is like oh I'm just gonna propose at the beach in the sunset. That's a that's a pretty classic thing. I looked up some other proposals. Man, these people are putting me to shame. This one guy proposed Sunset Beach. I'm like, okay, good start. And then he's like, yeah, he also had a, a small fireworks display go off behind him. And he had uh, musicians play guitar to serenade her to her favorite song. And I'm like, man, I hope I don't propose in the same beach as that guy. You know, same beach, same day. I get blown away. Fucking horrible. You know, I'm, I'm like, Alexis, I've been wanting to tell you this. This is the moment I met you. She's like, I can't hear you over that other guy's fireworks. I, I think he's trying to propose, you know? We'll get uh, beautiful pictures of our enga engagement set over a breathtakingly better proposal. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I don't know, man. I, um, I'm trying to figure out this proposal thing, you know? I'm trying to brainstorm, get some ideas. Uh, I read this one article that was entitled 67 Creative Ways to Propose to Your Girlfriend. And I don't think there are 67 ways that you can viably propose to your girlfriend. And the reason that I think this is because I read that article and by the time I got to number 37, their proposal idea was hire clowns, okay? I think, <laughs> I don't think I need to read the rest of that list. I. I feel like that guy wrote the title before he counted out the reasons, you know? He's just like, 
<laughs> somewhere around 25 he just ran out of ideas like because when you type in hire clowns as a, uh, a way to propose to your girlfriend like you're out of ideas you're not gonna pull pull a fucking good one out of the hat number 38 you know like you're not gonna go from like oh, hire clowns to do it at a tuscan vineyard you know like it's not gonna happen i feel like proposing with uh, hired clowns is a risky proposition too because if she says no, you are for sure going to get squirted in the face with seltzer. Like, that's going to happen, you know? It's going to be bad. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Um, I uh, have this joke about how uh, my girlfriend's mom brags a lot about how hot she was in the 80s. And her favorite story to tell is how she was hit on by O.J. Simpson. And I was telling that joke to my girlfriend the other day. And she's like, yeah, my mom was also... Uh, hit on by Magic Johnson too, which she, her mom never said that to me. And I think the reason why is because, you know, when you get hit on by OJ and Magic, it doesn't sound like you were hot in the 80s. It sounds like God was trying to kill you with athletes, you know? <laughs> like her mom will be like, hey, Ryan, <laughs> ever tell you about that time I got a dick pic from Aaron Hernandez? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Three months into dating, Oscar Pistorius got down on one blade, you know? He doesn't have legs. All right, thanks. All right, that was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome, by the way. Thank you so much for this first hosting gig, and I feel great. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, I, I like that joke about the, the list, you know, like really 67. I mean, I only have to pick one, but they're all terrible. <laughs> you know, what if, what if, uh, what if they have one, you know, put together a lightsaber battle, you know? <laughs> all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to hear your next comic? All right, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Pam Benjamin! <laughs> it'll be it'll be a while. It's pretty far. It's pretty far. <laughs> Keep going for your host, Daniels. Last Sam Samoya Samoya. Sam, it's, it's hard for me to pronounce things. I'm I am very white. Um, yay! That's not an excuse. That's terrible. That's just like it's just like oh, my white privilege extends to me not having to pronounce anything that I can't. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to be like that. Um, the, t uh, the children are all here. Yay, you are. On the How did you meet your soon-to-be wife? Did you meet on an app? Did you app it out? You Oh, so you actually did. See, that's so amazing. All the kids these days, they're on the apps, and then they say on the app, you know, well, you know, you should raise the bar. Then, well, no, you should lower the bar. And like you, I say meet at the bar. Like, what's wrong? Just go to a bar and meet people. Oh, millennials, are you so afraid of talking to people? Is that what it is? Like, oh, I need to match. I need to fill out a survey and you need to fill out a survey and then maybe our surveys will match so that then we can like maybe FaceTime like three or four times before we actually meet in public. Just do the FaceTime. Why are you so afraid of people? What did we do? Why so much fear? Millennials hiding behind the screen. Maybe if I have the angle right, he won't really know what my butt looks like. I don't know. Are you afraid? He might break up with me because I didn't pluck that hair. No, sweetheart, it has nothing to do with 
my mustache is so no darling there were i have i nanny some children and there were some 12 year old girls and they're just so cute and they were like nanny pammy are you ever going to get a smartphone and be a real adult and i was like a fair you can see how i'm dressed i'm clearly not a real adult but then they were like well when you get your i still don't have a smartphone but when you get your music your smartphone will you get the musically app and i was like what and I guess this app is a thing where um, junior high children lip sync to things and like shake their booty. And they're like, will you, will you get the Musical.ly app? And I said, well, no one wants to watch a 44-year-old woman like lip syncing unless she shows a little nip. You know what I mean? Like why are, who are the, who is following you? You're a 12-year-old girl. Why would we still put the words juicy on the back of 12-year-old girls' uh, sweatpants? Why are we doing that? Why, why would we? I don't understand. But then also musically is a thing. And they're like, oh, I'm a real person. No, you're not. Internet isn't real. Is it real? Is it not real? I can't tell. Anyone else having cognitive dissonance, mental breakdowns? (laughs) Cannot compute part of Borg. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm watching Star Trek The Next Generation again. And wow, did they tackle the tough issues in the 90s. They're doing shit on abortion and immigration and all this shit. And I'm like, the future was then and it's better than now. Like, we were so woke in 92. Star Trek Next Gen? Nope, just me. Just me falling asleep to... If everybody, Quantum Leap, anybody like to fall asleep to Quantum Leap? Scott Bakula fans? Nope, just me, loving that weird nose he's got. Cool. To people, I, I can't. I've never internet dated. I'm very, very proud of that. I've also never seen the movie Titanic. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like, what are other things I've never done to make me uh, feel better? I've never had a smartphone. I still don't have a smartphone. I, I'm, I'm hiding. And that Facebook banned me this week. This is real. Facebook banned me. I'm not allowed to post on any groups until next Tuesday. They, they, they took me off for a whole week. And I like keep writing a message. I'm like, no, no, I can't. You're not letting me post in the Bay Area Comedy Network about the open mic. I have to tell them. I, have to, I can't do it. I can't. They've banned me. Facebook has banned me. I use their algorithm too well. And they're like, you don't give us money. Fuck you, weird socialist bitch. Running your stupid little socialist network in the mission. We call it social media, but you can't be a socialist. Fuck your face. Like, come on. You went to give me 20 bucks to be able to. They're like, they're like tightening my feed they're bottlenecking my feed even my boyfriend didn't get my post today like they aren't letting anybody they're like you are invisible unless you pay us fuck you facebook you don't have enough money that you can let just say it facebook's they're full of dicks like it's about everybody connecting it's about everybody being social but not if you're like running a free speech thing in the mission where you want people to come by and stuff you can't do that you have to FaceTime me first. You have to FaceTime me four times before we can meet in person. All right. I'm just, it's all millennials are running the world, right? It's like, ah! I'm so old. But I keep dressing like, like a child so that I fool them. I'm like, no, no, I'm hip. <laughs> I'll close with somebody else's joke. I don't know if he's still alive, but there's a comedian named Paul Sanford who years ago wrote one of my favorite jokes of all time, and it's this. I am so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. (laughs) Paul Sanford, everyone. If anybody remembers him, clap it up. I hope he's still alive. Uh, Thank you. I've been Pam Benjamin, your host, Daniel Zamoya. Yay! Thank you very much, Pam. 
So, uh, no smartphone. Wow, I um, I admire that. That's I wish I could do that. It's, I'm a little too far gone now. Like if I didn't if I didn't have my phone anymore, I'd be like something's missing. You know, like it's we're, it's it's too late, right? If you have a smartphone now, like there's no going back. You know what you do? Take one of those flip phones. You know, you know your niece or nephew says, "Hey, you got any games?" Yeah, sure. Uh, here's Tetris and Snake. Maybe Space Invaders if you're lucky, but that's about it. All right, we're too late. <laughs> no going back. Are uh, you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah. All right. This next comic is excellent. Give it up for Starler Burns. Maybe they're invisible. Okay. All right. Let me. All right. Uh. Well, it uh, looks like they're not here, so we're going to move on to the next name on the list. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Duat Mai. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. If I was really good at impressions, I would do a Staller Burner impression right now. <laughs> and then you would all laugh for a minute. And then I'd do my jokes, and I'm like, oh, why didn't it work? Because oh, impressions are funnier. No, oh, who knows? Hey, hey, I saw a dude today, and he was uh, he was walking, he was pushing a baby in a stroller, but the baby was eating a bagel. And I thought, well, what if the baby chokes, right? Eventually, he realized that he's been pushing around a dead baby. Oh my god! I'm like, hey, you gotta stop whistling. Your baby's dead. <laughs> stop whistling. All right, now do an A minor. Your baby's dead. Ooh, do, 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 do. Good. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Come to my open mic. You can open up. I'll give you a drink ticket and a pat in the back. Ugh. Hey, you guys. Uh, I'm a I'm a terrible singer. Terrible singer. But I'm glad that every time I do sing, my brain thinks that I did a fantastic job. Good job. It says. Do it again. Everybody loved it. It was like the sound came out of my mouth and it entered my ears and it was like auto-tuned auto by my brain, you know? And then it was enjoyed by me. Yes, thank you. Sometimes I get, I get cocky. I think, maybe I should record myself and then listen to it again. And then the voice in the back of my head goes, don't do it. You'll regret it. Remember last time? You didn't sing for a month. I did not sing for a month. Hey, they say you can burn books, but you can't burn ideas. I say yes, but you can stab people in the head. <laughs> does that mean? Hey, hey, what is up with World War II losers that make an excellent cars? They're like, oh, you're not allowed to make any more weapons. And the excess of evil say, all right, our cars are going to kill more people than the war. And now Fukushima's eating your fish alive. Eating your fish alive. Anyways, uh, hey, I think the wind should make up its mind. What do you guys think? I think... I try to light my cigarette and it blows it out, like, ah, fucking wind. And then there's a big, like, fucking forest fire and it blows it and it fans the flame, like, oh, 
Why couldn't you blow it out? Make up your goddamn mind. You always got to ruin shit with your additives. You know, it's just terrible. You gotta, why are you doing it? Oh, dude. Hey, I'm glad that I don't live in a big house or else I'll keep thinking about all the places that strangers could hide. You know? That's why I'm glad that I live in my car. Oh, man. Every time I get scared, I look at the uh, driver's seat and there's nobody there and I go, whew, I'm safe. Whew. Think I'm going to drive up to Canada. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Oh, I got uh, like 12 more jokes. <laughs> and one of them, I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, I like... Uh, I like I like jeans with the knees cut out, you know, so I can so I can see my hairy knees. Oh, I know. Oh, I don't have them on tonight because I want to look respectable. But oh, I got like a, a really hairy knee, only the left one, but uh, it's pretty good. Wouldn't it be cool if you can take out your kneecap and just throw it at people? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> And it comes back like a boomerang, and you go, gotcha. <laughs> now I can walk again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That would be a superhero, you know, like a, a, like a Captain America. But like, for me, it would be like a Captain Vietnam, you know. <laughs> but what? <laughs> he throws a kneecap at you, and then knocks people out on contact because it has osteoporosis. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if I threw around a kneecap that was diseased? <laughs> and people are like, oh no, get away from me. <laughs> it's osteoporosis. <laughs> but then at night, I, I brush it with, uh, with fluoride so that it can stay fresh. You guys realize that? If you guys have like uh, bones that you throw around, you should brush it with uh, fluoride so that it stays dumb and like it listens to you. Right? You gotta have fucking dumb bones. Imagine if you have smart bones. Like you go this way and it goes that way. And you're like, ah, oh, you stupid fucking bones. <laughs> but no, nah, you gotta brush your bones with uh, fluoride so that uh, it has a low IQ. All right. You guys are <laughs> did, you get, did you give me the light? I felt like you gave me the light, right? <laughs> All right. Exactly. You know, if I had known that that comment would have uh, gotten a honk, then I wouldn't have said it. But hey, I thank everybody for listening to me. I know it wasn't easy, you know, but just know it wasn't easy for me either. <laughs> All right, so thank you. I'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speaking of the uh, fires, are we really, it's 2019, are we really still just using water? Like, that's, that's just, you know, I mean, we talk about like firefighting technology, come on, we don't have like some kind of like freeze ray or like this just giant thing that shoots like freezing air? I don't know, I mean, of course, you know, I'm not a scientist, I don't know, you know, the whole science behind it, but uh, I'm sure we can do more than just water, right guys? I mean... Just water, really? Like we can't, we can't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination. I'm, yeah. Been watching too many Avenger movies. That's my problem. I think that's what, that's what the problem is. Just have some guys float down. <sighs> All right, job is done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you ready for your next comic to take the stage? Yeah.
Yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Madeline Russell. Hey, hello. I just moved here from Chicago. Oh, God. Uh, makes me sneeze here, and uh, I'm also an old lady, so I've peed my pants like 18 times in the last four days. Um, <laughs> still sexy. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I just moved here, and uh, I, I'm originally I moved here from Chicago, but I'm originally from Iowa. Woo! <laughs> and. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, and like, I was a little nervous about moving to California. I kind of, I guess, I was conflating it with LA. Like, I thought everybody would be real skinny, but you guys are not keeping it tight, so I feel great. <laughs> um, and I'm not. I don't think of my. I don't. I'm not like. Oh God, oh, like, I don't think I'm fat, uh, but I am like sturdy. <laughs> like, there's like heft to me. Um, like. I would, I think that I would be, I would be like America's next top model if like the American standard of beauty was like a healthy plains woman. <laughs> Just salt of the earth. Um, uh, yeah, so 35, what else, guys? Everything is, uh, everything is like pooling right here. <laughs> Uh, as the older you get, and um, and that's disappointing. Like, I don't think I'm unattractive. I feel like like here up, sex. Uh, here down, sex. But like right here is like a like a toddler, like eight juice boxes deep, just like out. Um, like I've never been pregnant. But I have had a pregnancy scare uh, in that a woman uh, gave up her seat for me on the train because she thought I was pregnant. <laughs> and I took it. <sighs> I just had a major scare. I needed a rest. Uh, I... Um, so back in Chicago, I only had these roommates for about a month, but it was two gender non-binary people, and they were a couple, um, and my like bro, cis, 25-year-old co-worker would be like, oh, you, you live with Pat and Pat? I'm like, you can't make that joke, but it's good. Um, and I walked into the bathroom one morning, because we had opposite schedules, and on the bathroom counter was just good morning, a dildo, and coconut oil. And I was like, all right, I'm cool, I'm hip, I'm getting, totally gonna touch this. Like, I, I just really needed to know. I needed to know what it felt like. And it was, it, it felt real. It was like a cold, hairless cat. It felt real. And, but here's the thing, it was like, it was like average length and slim. Like, the whole point of a dildo is that it's an inanimate object built for pleasure. You can get anything you want. <laughs> and you were like, I'll take the vanilla ice cream. Like, 
what do you have in average? And like, you can pick anything you want. You get your dream inanimate object. It'd be like, my dream car is a Honda Civic. You know, like, it's like going in and being like, which of these dildos has the best personality? And they were like, here. Like, that's the whole thing, is like you go to the Honda Civic and you're like, size doesn't matter. But if you could pick, you would you would get the big one. And I like I feel like I've told this to a couple of people and they're like, some ugh, some people like it. Some people like vanilla. And it's like, it's like, sure, but would you like some vanilla ice cream or a huge dick? Like, which do you want? Um I think shouting huge dick is a good last line. Bye, I'm Madeline Russell. Thank you very much, Chicago. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. Yes. You know? <laughs> nobody goes out, you know, nobody goes out to a bar, you know, tries to pick up somebody like, hey, how'd you like to be severely disappointed? <laughs> All right. Um, I think it is time for your next comic, ladies and gentlemen. Please. Put your hands together for Julia Wenzel. Hi. Yeah, I like big dicks too. Yeah. Everyone does. It's just like one of the things, you know? Um, but yeah, hi, I'm Julia. Um, I worked in bars for a long time. I worked in bars for like 10 years. And recently, I moved into working in an office. So yeah, I'm like a startup monkey now. It's great. It's fun. Um, it, there's a special kind of stupid, though, that um, you see at startups. And um, for my work, it's our call center. We have the, you know the, the people you call when you call those 800 lines, the people that pick up? We have one of those lines, and we have those people, and they're a special kind of stupid. I call them my task monkeys, because they literally, all they do is just press buttons all day, just like slam on buttons. They're like the parent or the customer says something, and they're like, oh, that's a word. Slam the button that matches that word. They're fun. They're very annoying. But yeah, there's there's like other types of like stupid people that you only see in offices, or like, you know, maybe in the, your day-to-day -day life, sure. I like, we have these girls that I work with that they're really into astrology. They're like super into astrology. They like blame everything on the astrology. They're like, I went on a date with this one guy, but he wasn't, he was like a little weird. You know what, it's because he was an Aries. Yeah, Aries are all babies. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but you know, I, for example, I'm a Gemini uh, with an alcohol rising, and uh, my moon sign is an irresponsible slut, so, woo! Um, but yeah, no, I, do, I don't like to blame my bad personality on um, astrology, I think that's bullshit. I blame it on my mother, you know, the old-fashioned way. But yeah, uh, my mom's crazy, she's nuts. Uh, she's Chilean, so. If you don't know Chilean women, just a heads up, evil, like pure evil. Like my mom, 
I had to like crazy bitch whisper her down my entire life. I had to be like, mom, I understand and appreciate the fact that you're really upset right now, but um, I understand that dad should be dead, but he's not and it's Thanksgiving. So let's try to make the most of this, you know, put the knives down. Um, but yeah, I, which is, is kind of fucked up because I can barely handle my own shit. You know, I'm, I'm a fucking mess. Like, there's two types of women in this world. Uh, women that wear panty liners and women that don't. The women that wear panty liners, they have their shit together. They know when their period's coming. They have a calendar for it. I'm in the other camp. I'm a fucking mess. I forget I even menstruate until I wake up in a pool of my own blood thinking, oh, it's June now. Nice. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm 26, or uh, two 12-year-olds and a two-year-old for all the pedophiles in the room. Yeah, um, but it's 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 weird being 26, you know. I'm still like trying to figure out who I am as a person, you know. Make sure I'm not a meat baby. Um, for those of you that you probably don't know the term meat baby, the meat baby is just like a, a brain dead child that like can only like shit and piss. It's very sad. It's very sad. But like I think everyone has their own little meat baby inside them, you know? Thank you. Um like for I work with this one girl who is a she's like this tall and she's like an emo kid. She's the last of the emo kids. And um she talks about how she lives with two of her exes. And I'm like that's a special kind of meat baby, you know? Yeah, um, these are, it's, it's bad tonight. <laughs> you guys are great. Um, I think I'm going to leave on that. You guys were appropriate. <laughs> okay, thank you. Speaking of uh, sound effects, um, while I was on my way over here, I was thinking, boy, um, I wonder, you know, just how much I'll have to do up here. Like, you know, you're tuned in to Mutiny Radio. It's like, thanks, not necessarily. We've got a button for that. It's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I like, I like to do uh, voices and sound effects and all that. But um, sometimes, though, like, if you're really into it, like, you got to kind of look around. Like, anybody looking? No, okay, good. All right, now I can practice. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your next comic? Let's hear it. All right, wow, yeah. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. That's the danger with a pre-sign. Like, they sometimes, they're like, yes. oh, I yes, got this indeed. other thing, yes, and indeed. I'm going to show up, and I'm a person. Hey, but while we're looking at that, look at the cool new artwork. Don't you love the cool new artwork? It's the, oh, yes, um, yes, yes. It's the Retro Moto Project by uh, Joey Walk, and it's really cool. Come down, please, and see it, all these bikes. And uh, he does, if you, if you guys really like motorcycles, he does... Uh, he, he does commissions. He'll draw your motorcycle for you if you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, so there's going to be bikes up. But put your hands together for your host again here of the happy hour on Mutiny Radio, Daniel Thank Boyer. you. Thank you. Although I, I never left. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, off camera. You know, off camera. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, please give yourselves a round of applause. You have been awesome tonight. Once, this is my first time hosting, and I love it. Hey, I love it. I'm going to keep doing this. This is great. Please put your hands together for 
Cole Chapman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Hooray. Pam, I'm not into motorbikes, but I got a co-worker who is, and he'd come so hard in this room. There's something, you know, motorbike guys, you get a motorbike. They're fucking, that's the only thing they talk about. Michael Alvarenga got a motorbike. Hasn't been the same ever since. It's a sad story, I'm telling you. Anyways, <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about, man? Uh, I don't know. I, uh... Hanging out with my dad recently. It's a uh, he. He's older now, and uh, so we don't really have many ways to bond. You know, he's in his seventies, so we can't really go play catch or nothing, right? He's gonna blow out his elbow on like a fifteen-yard out route, right? It's nothing, right? So I gotta keep it limited to words, you see. And uh, his advice is always like, like okay, uh, until it isn't, and it takes a hard turn into suck. So let me t let me give you an example. I told him I was single the other night, and he goes, "Well, Cole." Uh, now that you're single, you should know that when it comes to dating, it's not about what women know about you. It's what they think about you. <laughs> and I was like, what? Exactly. And he was like, I'm not done. I was like, okay, you better not be. What the fuck is the addendum to this shit? He's like, he's like, you see, your problem is most women think you're gay. It's like, oh, shit. I was like, I thought this was going to be... A nice lifetime movie moment. You just came and swept the rug out from under me, like, haha, bitch. I was like, oh shit, damn, dad. But I was, uh, I was offended. I was like, dad, that's bullshit. All right, plenty of men think I'm gay. All right, this gender's got nothing to do with this. It's just an across the board assumption from about 20 feet out. Then you get closer, and you're like, oh, he's been wearing those pants since Tuesday. Never mind. This guy's, this guy's straight as can be. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I did actually uh, end up hooking up with a lady recently. Surprised to half the room, maybe. Uh, and it was nice. It was, uh, but it was weird. I realized um, I can't do hookups because, uh, like, midway, I'm too vulnerable, right? And also because she roasted me so hard, it kind of changed my life. You know what I mean? Let me tell you what happened. So uh, we're having a good time. Things are getting hot and heavy, right? Uh, I take off my shirt, and she gives me this face. She goes, "And that's not a good face. You, you don't want." You want that if, as a guy, if your pants come off. And it's like, what? And you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I got a big dick. Ooh, she's scared by this shit. I get, take my shirt off. She, she's like, what? That's like a, oh, shit, she noticed the rash. It's bad. You know, like, that's not a good, not a good look that you want. And so I had to call time out. I was like, what's going on? She was like, oh, it's nothing. It's just that uh, your body, it uh, reminds me of home. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, could you... On a scale one to incest, explain this weirdo comment real quick. That'd be great before we continue. And she's like, oh, it's nothing weird. It's just that your chest is so flat and white, you remind me of Kansas in the wintertime. I was like, so let's keep fucking, I guess. <laughs> let's continue with sex, I guess. Uh, she's like, no, it's just like Christmas. I was like, don't bring the holidays into this. I don't need you to... It's like, so in reverse order, you've ruined Christmas, the entire state of Kansas, and my self-esteem. Congratulations. That's a hat trick, I believe. Very well done. She tried to make me feel better. She was like, like, no, I'm just saying your body's got potential. You know, you're like a you're like a fresh artist's canvas, right? A big white rectangle. <laughs> you put some work into it. It might look all right someday. <laughs> you know, you just gotta put a lot of work. Gotta put a lot of work. It was rough. But we persevered, you know. God damn it. Went through that. You know, got the other side, we were pillow talking, it was just as good. Uh, she curled up to me, she was like, wow, I gotta tell you, that was a lot of fun. Um, and you know what, I'm honored to be your first time on this team. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She was like, I'm like your first, you're like trying it out with the ladies, right? I was like, no, no, what are you, why is everybody saying this? 
It's like I thought like during sex you might, you know, maybe get a clue that I wasn't fucking gay and just trying it out, you know, see what this team's about. But she was like, oh, okay, so you go around dressing like a metrosexual version of Woody from Toy Story and then suddenly I'm the asshole for jumping to conclusions. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a fair point. <laughs> I was like, you, you nailed that one, ma'am. You nailed that one. I haven't seen it again. But I did see, a, I, I, I told my dad that story, uh, and he uh, fucking died laughing. So I just want to say RIP pop real quick. I'm just kidding. He's fine. He's fine. Dark joke. Whoa, he's fine. He's okay. But he did have a good time. He was laughing. And I was like, dude, you gotta tell, you got to tell me what the deal is. Why is everybody, why is everybody jumping to this conclusion? He's like, okay, uh, do something for me real quick. He's like, sit down. And I was like, yeah, what's going on? He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, uh, I don't know how you're seeing this. I was like, see, what, silly? you're crazy. He was like, okay, I don't, for starters, uh, you're sitting knee over knee. And I was like, what does that mean? He was like, well, in America, uh, when you sit knee over knee, it means one of two things. I was like, what's that, dad? He was like, it means uh, either uh, uh, you're gay or uh, you're French, arguably gay. I was like, well, okay. Father, you are crazy. He was like, okay, don't even <laughs> try with that. You're my son. I know you're not French. Uh, <laughs> what's the other part of this joke? There's an end to this joke somewhere. Oh, yeah, but I was like, oh, number two. I was like, Dad, I don't think that's right because uh, oh, he goes, uh, I go, how should I sit? What's the proper way to sit? He goes, okay, well, as a straight guy, you're supposed to sit ankle over knee, right? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes it goes ankle over knee, you're straight, knee over knee, you're gay, shin over knee. That's a wild card. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I've got a few problems with this, Dad. I was like, number one, uh, I've taken a few health classes in my day. At no point did we cover the part where, like, your lower leg is like a sliding scale of sexuality. Like, that never came up. <laughs> Not once did that come up. And number two, you're telling me I've been I thought I was sitting like a cool jazz connoisseur. Like, I can dig it, baby, this whole time. But instead, I've been doing this, like, little Jiminy Cricket dance for dick, like, the entire, my entire life. I could not believe it. It was crazy. Anyways, I'm out of time. You guys have been awesome. Give it up for uh, Pam in your house. Wow, uh, thank you. You gave us. All right. So this next comic um, is actually not the. Uh, former lead singer of the Smiths, but you might think he is. Okay. <laughs> and he is here. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Thank you. Did, uh, did anyone not show up? Is that, were there any skips? Is that, I just want to figure out how this happened because I, I thought I had this down. I, I mean, five minute set, four minute, five minute sets, right? Five minute sets, 12, 60 minutes minimum. Oh, I don't know what happened. What the hell is time different from, is time different for me than other people? Like I have some friends who are about to turn 30 and they're like, I can't believe I'm about to turn 30. I'm like, why did it only take like 26 years? Like, cause that would be, that would be trippy. That would be really weird. Um, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, I um, 
I didn't realize I was going to be late, but I'll just <laughs> just jump into it. Um, I went to I went to Catholic school growing up, um, but here, like I went to Catholic school here, so like it's California. They still had to teach science, um, so they showed us the miracle of life video in theology class. Do you guys remember the miracle of life video? Who doesn't know what the miracle of life video is? The miracle of life video is a rather famous video amongst middle schoolers of a woman giving birth and it's it's a woman giving birth um it it is her vagina circumference to about the, uh, the size of a watermelon as a baby comes out right now as an adult i can appreciate the intimacy of female anatomy but as an eighth grader like the miracle part's not going to get through, okay? So it's just, it, 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 like, imagine being a theology teacher showing just this incredibly graphic, bl- bloody, it's bloody, like this bloody, wet vagina letting out, sl- slipping out a, a, a bald, screaming baby. I remember it so clearly, too, just like the... <laughs> Like the fountain of afterbirth that comes right after that baby slips out. Like imagine showing, as a theology teacher, showing that to your class and being like, all right, now that's where Jesus comes from. <laughs> okay? Like, I, I, don't, I feel like the, like, uh, the Catholic school just didn't, didn't really work. Although, I don't know. I, it, it was such a, it was, as, an, as a kid, it's such an insane spectacle that as maybe as a theology teacher like oh we got them because like no one wants to believe that this is where babies come from so maybe we can just be like no science isn't real you think jesus came from this all right anyways um i uh started a new job recently it's um it's a it's a it's it's my first outdoor uh job i'm a um, i work for a plant care specialist company now uh and they're they send us all over the place but their offices are in colma which means their offices are in a cemetery which means i start my job every morning surrounded by thousands of dead people um and if there's one thing i've realized like easily the best coworkers i've ever had so um but like it's the first time i've had like a like a nature manual labor job from outside all day uh, because I did the corporate thing for most of my 20s and then I just realized I, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I, and I told my boss that and, and she was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that streamlining solutions at data management platforms isn't your passion? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me either. Like I might have to, I might have to see somebody. Uh, but uh but while that was what I was aspiring for, um, whenever I would feel like frustrated or rejected, I started thinking of my professional icon, uh, a man named Jack Ma. Now, Jack Ma was a guy who failed at everything for his entire life. Like, like even the basic things. He was like the one guy out of 30 people who McDonald's did not hire. To all other 29 people, they're like, yeah, you, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, Everything, everything Jack Ma tried, the world said no. Until he turned 35 and he founded Alibaba.com and became the richest man in China. Um, So whenever I was feeling lost professionally, I'd remember Jack Ma. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe things can still turn around. And recently I saw Jack Ma on a panel where he said, and I quote, if you have too many smart people, it becomes impossible to make 
another smart people. So now I'm a little confused um, because this guy was my icon, but I'm pretty sure I also now realize why Jack Ma did not get hired at McDonald's. Um, this guy's an idiot, I guess. And Alibaba, just Amazon if you want 4,000 of something. Like, buy your rice at Alibaba. Because um, it is coming from China, so seriously. Um, but, uh, but I mean, these, these realizations threw me off so much. I work for trees now. <laughs> like, I'm literally just, I'm just kidding. I work for Mexicans. Um, no, just, I can, they're my boss. It's technically punching up, right? <laughs> like, technically, it's the number one rule of comedy. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's up. I, I really just wanted to work on that Jesus birth bit. Um, uh, you guys are having a show here after this, right? That's tight. That's cool. Um, anyways, I'll finish with this. Uh, you guys know who Post Malone is? He's kind of, isn't he kind of like the millennial rapper? Like, isn't he kind? Doesn't he kind of embody like young millennial culture? You know, um, you know, millennials are '90s kids. So I wish, I wish we had a rapper. <laughs> I wish we had a rapper named Ho Malone. Okay, that's yeah, that's it. That's the Home Alone. That's there. You go. Okay, there you go. Man, I was laughing so hard to myself in the car today. Home alone. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people don't seem to know, like, like what they are. You know, they're like, I'm a 90s baby. Like, you are? When were you born? Like, 98? No, you're not. All right, you you know you were two you were two you barely started walking like, oh two thousand hey, <laughs> uh, so let's keep this show going and are you ready for your next comic to take the stage? Please keep it going for Cody A. Dude, I love it when uh. Like hosts just so confidently say my last name. Like, I appreciate you committing to your pronunciation of my last name. It's Abe. Uh, no, but I honestly like I'd rather you do that than be like, hey, uh, Cody. Uh, what's your name? Man? <laughs> Co and then they still pronounce it like Cody, Abby. And then I'm just like, I just did you hear what? Did you use your ears when you heard what I said? Is that what? You, no, okay. Um, you're talking about like you know being born in '98 or I was born in '96. So that means I'm 23 years old right now. Uh, usually when I tell like a lot of I, I hang out with like a lot of older people because I have a lot of emotional baggage, but um, uh, usually like yeah my demographic is a little like about five years older than me maybe. Um, but the people I hang out with, but like sometimes like that, but that's a good way for me to tell who I should hang out with and who I shouldn't. Like if I'm talking to somebody and then they're like, oh, you're 23, you're such a baby. I'm like, I'm not hanging out with you, dude. Um, Cause you know, uh, you're calling me a baby, but I, but when, but when your parents die, oh, never mind. I'm just gonna, like you, you, your emotional baggage is I 100% know, like you don't call somebody a baby uh, and not, you know, and are gonna cry when your parents die. Like, I don't think that's something that's gonna happen. Um, 
All right, that's not where I wanted to go with this bit. Okay, uh, so <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh, let's talk about myself a little bit. I I dress like this. Uh, this is called like a certain style of clothes, like style called like you know it's like athleisure or whatever. It's like combining the words athletic wear and leisure. Uh, it's like, are you going like are you gonna go lift weights or are you going like to to the mall or like is, like are you on the way like i just want people to be questioning where i'm going at all times you know that i feel like that's a good life to live because whenever i get in my car he's like they're, he's they're gonna be like oh he goes to the gym maybe but also he just had four big macs in the drive-thru like i don't get it like like who, who who's who's he gonna all right uh yeah Okay, just running through a bunch of riffing through a little bit of premises here that I have. Um, so I got I got a lot of roommates. You guys got a lot of roommates. Like it's it's fun having a lot of roommates. I think because uh, or at least for me, because my roommates are pretty cool, and that we have a bunch. Of, we have like some fun like games and rules that we have in the house. Like um, uh, so there's this rule that um, whoever is the last person in the, in the bathroom to use the toilet and there's no toilet paper there, you have to buy the toilet paper. Uh, they don't know this is a rule, but I, I, this is the way that I live. It's because I'm just the best at playing chicken, you know? I'm like, it, I'm the best at just going in and being like, okay, uh, there's three, pa three squares left of toilet paper. I can make it last this time. And then the next guy's gonna walk in and have nothing left, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is something funny. There's a good way to test somebody's innocence. This is a good way to test somebody's innocence. You just you tell them the word "big naturals" and see what their reaction is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those, those words are fucking fun. Just just be like, just like I saw I saw some big naturals today, and then like if they don't know what you're talking about, and then they're just like big natural what? <laughs> then obviously they're pretty innocent. But <laughs> if they know what you're talking about. <laughs> God damn, what is that why does that make me laugh so much? <laughs> Big naturals. <laughs> Big naturals, dude. <laughs> Do you guys know what Big Naturals are? They're fat titty. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Oh, God. Jeez, I, need to, I haven't laughed like that in forever. Fucking listen to doing so much comedy that it's like everything's pain now. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a joke that I probably should. Um, so there's this, uh, there's this fad on the internet now I've seen on YouTube. Uh, it's just a bunch of videos. Uh, there's like a series of videos where it'd be like, okay, so here's an example. Uh, it's like uh, black dads try each other's uh, barbecue and then they rate each other. And I, I thought that was interesting uh, that that in this climate that, that came out. Um, but, you know, I mean, if we're going to lean into it, we're, we might as well lean into it, right? <laughs> like, um, I want to see, you know, something like... Uh, like Asian dads uh, test each other's children, or or, or like uh, um, Muslim dads test each other's bombs. Like I want to see that one, you know. Uh, 
<laughs> All right, that's my time. <laughs>
Uh, what, what is this story? The invisible girlfriend always lives in Niagara Falls or the boyfriend. It actually derives from the Brady Bunch in the 70s when Jan has a boyfriend from Niagara Falls. George Glass. George oh. Glass. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right. All right. I'll have to do my homework on those references. <laughs> nice. Nice. I guess I didn't have anything else to add other than I'm a Grinch and she's awesome. She buys me sweaters. <laughs> White girls, I love white girls. Especially growing up as a, a little Asian boy. Like my mom is like a typical like Asian tiger mom and she was brutal with the homework and the life and everything. And like I wouldn't even get ice cream for dinner. She'd just give me like sliced apples. You know how sad that is? <laughs> Go to bed eating sliced apples. I'd just slide that shit right under my bed and let it rot. <laughs> Six months later, she'd find it. She's like, Casey, what the fuck is happening with all these? No, she wouldn't say that. She wouldn't swear. She's Asian. Um, let's see. Um, I guess I can talk about, you guys, have you uh, done some shopping for the holidays yet? No. I mean, I see the ads everywhere. You don't see the Black Friday sale stuff? No? Okay. No, this is cool. This is Mutiny Radio. I should have known. You guys, hell no. <laughs> fuck capitalism. And, uh, no, uh, I was thinking about gifts, and I think that the best thing that I've ever gifted somebody was the one time when I gave my dad money. I don't think, <laughs> he was close to crying. Like, it was like really an emotional moment. That, that's the best thing you can give to someone is money. Like, it's such a myth. Like, I've given him cards. I've told him that I loved him on it. And he threw it right in the trash. But like when I gave, like I remember after my first job when I was like 23 years old, I really wanted to impress him. So I gave him an envelope with like 500 bucks on it. Like I really wanted to impress him. And like he was just like, this is the greatest day of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> you finally have my approval. Oh my God. I'm sorry I divorced your mother. No, he didn't say any of that. <laughs> um, Let's see, a lot of my friends are white. Uh, I have a lot of white people in my life. Uh, they're cool, I love my white friends. Oh, boo, you're one of them self-hating white guys? You just go in the mirror and just go, fuck you, man. <laughs> well, I like you, man. If I lived with you, I would just hug you every, every morning with a boner. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, the the hardest thing about having friends that don't get laid is that white guys that don't get laid is that they have this anger and they don't know where to direct it so they listen to Joe Rogan and just have his opinions be the thing that they can be mad about they're just like well I haven't fucked a woman in about 12 months but these college campuses and the <laughs> are insane. Have you heard about this? I'm just like, I don't think it's really about the college campuses, man. I think, I think you just need to touch someone's body. I really think that's about it. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, so much. It was great. Once again, first time hosting, and uh, I love it. You guys are encouraging me to keep going, and I'm really happy for that. Thank you. Once again, before I uh, bring up the next comic, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Pam Benjamin for making this all happen. Thank you so much, Pam. We would not have Mutiny Radio without you. Thank you so much. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for VSAC Nair. Hey guys, um, I got high and went hiking at Pinnacles National Park last weekend. And uh, while we were hiking, my friends and I came across this white dude who was running shirtless. And he was like ripped, he was like jacked. And uh, Oh, that's not how the story goes. Okay, so let's start again. Um, so my friend went hiking with his parents at Pinnacles National Park last weekend, and they did not get high before hiking. And uh, they came across this white dude who was running shirtless, and he was ripped. And uh, my friend's dad uh, said to my friend, hey, Akash, my dream for you is to be fit enough to run shirtless. And my friend became really sad because he doesn't work out. And uh, I made him feel better by saying, hey man, if my dad asked me to work out with such little enthusiasm, I'd probably not work out. Um, so that's that. Um, I'm not doing that great right now because I have, um, I'm kind of sick. Um, so I feel like I need a friend who's kind of like Donald Trump. Uh, I just need someone who can make Vishak feel great again. That's my name, fuck. That joke doesn't work if you don't know my name. Um, okay, uh, um, yeah, I just need someone who can make me feel great again. Um, I feel like I should just get a Trump joke in before his run ends, because it's not going to be relevant once he's not president. Um, yeah, I'm not doing that well right now, because uh, my family dog is not doing so well. Uh, his name's Hobbs. He's, a, he's, a, he's an eight-year-old beagle, and he's 24 pounds overweight, uh, which makes him morbidly obese for a dog. Um, and uh, so one human year equals seven dog years. And uh, the average age of um, ob obesity-related deaths in America is uh, 56. So yeah, um, any day now. Um, and since he has only a couple of days to live, um, I'm holding a retrospective next week uh, to talk about what we could have done differently. Um, and um, I feel like Hobbes had a lot of motivation, you know? I feel like he could have worked out feel like he had a lot of pedigree, which might have been the problem. Um, yeah, pedigree is a dog food brand. Uh, it doesn't feel as bad to bomb when there are only like five people in the room. Um, so that's nice. Wait, did you shave your beard? Oh, fuck. Wow. It's like you're a totally new person. Um, what else? Yeah. So I did get high. Let's go back to the the fictional story. I did get high last week and I did go hiking. And uh, after the hike, uh, my friend and I went to this Indian restaurant and I decided that it, it would be a good idea to have some green chilies. And I did. And I couldn't handle my spice. And I spent 10 minutes at the wash basin trying to cool down my tongue. Um, but you know how embarrassing it is to be an Indian guy from India and to be seen in public not being able to handle your spice? Um, that kind of sucked. Um, yeah, um, just running through some new jokes. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go back to some old stuff because I want to feel better about myself on a Friday night. Uh, do you guys know what a booty call is? It's like when you call someone and, uh, they let you have sex with them. Uh, I want a booty call, but for like tennis. Um, cause it's so hard to find like someone to play tennis with in the city. Um, yeah, so I call this girl up and I'm like, hey, girl, um, can, you, <laughs> can you play tennis with my balls? 
um, my tennis balls, right? And then she asked me to grow a pair because that made her kind of mad. And uh, but the joke's on her though, because like you can't grow a pair of tennis balls. Um, so I just bought a pair of Wilsons, and uh, now we're good. Um, is that my one minute? Okay. Um, okay, cool. I'm just gonna look up my joke sheet. Um, yeah, so my friend works at a Michelin star restaurant, uh, three Michelin star restaurant, and he got me a free dinner. Um, but I'm also trying to bulk right now. And uh, the thing about three Michelin star restaurants uh, is the fact that the food's good, but it's not very filling. So I had to smuggle some Cheetos in. Um, yeah, you guys are great. I was thinking about blowing this place up, but uh, I think you guys changed my mind. Uh, the C4 is right here, but uh, thanks, guys. <laughs>
so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I recently discovered that I have OCD, like just like a little bit of OCD. It's not like a whole, I found out, um, at a wedding actually. And really what it is, is like, I get this urge when it's really quiet and it's an important situation to like say something out loud to like blurt out or just like yell or, you know, just bring attention to myself. Um, but yeah, uh, this is my cousin's wedding. <laughs> so just saying, usually when you interrupt a wedding, it's because you're in love with the bride or the groom. <laughs> like, doesn't look good for me. It's like, damn it, Janet, the law may say our love is not okay, but my heart says it is. It's a little too much Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> uh, to, to the other host of my uh, mental health issues, uh, uh, I suffer from depression. I've had depression for a while. Uh, I used to do a lot of drugs in college, kind of remedy that, right? Yeah. Self-medicating. It's the best way. It really is. But uh, I was dating this girl, and she's like, you probably should see a therapist. You know, you shouldn't just do drugs uh, to compensate for your mental health issues. And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, I'll give it a try. Uh, and so I did. I stopped taking drugs for a bit. Uh, I went to the college therapist and uh, basically went in, told them everything like all my stuff and uh they gave me a shit ton of drugs they just gave me a bunch of drugs so i was right that's basically said i was right you know now i just got a copay so that's fucking killer <laughs> still going to cvs just i get to go inside now you know so that's cool <laughs> i'm a fan of inside uh not meeting some shady dude named randy fucking in his toyota corolla why is it drug dealers don't have better cars <laughs> like you know you think like if you're making money from drugs you probably should upgrade man you know like fucking beat up anyway that's just a personal beef that i have uh what was I thinking about? Oh, you ever look at somebody, like a grown adult, and just like immediately know what they were like in middle school? You know, you're like, oh, that guy sucked. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I uh, I was doing this event last night. This is just not even a joke. Just something that happened. And this uh, this one guy, and he keeps like trying to pipe up in the middle of like this presentation with his little fucking shitty jokes. It's like, first of all, that's my fucking job. All right, so fuck you for that. Second of all, they're not funny, man. What is your need for a what happened to you? Were you one of those like he's one of those kids in middle school that was just like, well, my dad's an engineer. Yeah, I, nobody gives a fuck, Chad. Okay. Anyway. Just something I'm thinking about lately. Uh, what else have I been thinking about? Oh, uh, my cousin, uh, this is like 10 years ago. My cousin joined a cult. Yeah, and we're about the same age. So uh, like my family sent me in as like a missionary to try to like uh, talk her out of it. And I was like, listen, you know, like you can't be with these people, right? I mean, this is gonna, it's very unhealthy for you, uh, for your life. Um, and she's like, it's a sex cult. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, maybe, uh, can you hook me up? <laughs> like, uh, who do, who's your leader? Can you, I just, I don't know. I'm into that, I guess. You know, I thought this was one of those like wear Nikes, cut dick off kind of things. You know, it's not evidently using your dick very actively. Um, I was a little offended though, because like <laughs> I didn't get asked to join the cult, you know, <laughs> I was like, does that make sense? You know, like, I mean, not like I would join the cult, but you know, it feels good to be wanted, right? Like, don't you? It feels good to be desired, <laughs> even if it's by a cult, especially if it's a sex cult, you know? Am I, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Uh, what? Uh, I'll finish on this. Um, 
Uh, it's probably going to fucking be longer than I want, though. Uh, I You guys see this, like, OK Boomer thing that's going around right now, right? Yeah. And it's basically the whole thing about, like, fucking baby boomers and basically older people just griping about how this is a soft generation or whatever, you know, like, complain, like, oh, man, we don't have Wi-Fi or, oh, we want health care. It's like, those are legitimate concerns, okay? And the first, the thing is, it's not... A generational issue it's technological all right we have everything we want so when things don't go our way yeah we're gonna be fucking upset about it you notice when things aren't normal people used to do that all the time when the rain didn't come they would just instead of whining about it on Facebook they would cut somebody's fucking heart out all right we're improving all right things are better the good old days were not that good you died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail it sucked all right anyway I'm gonna finish there thank you very much I'm Kelly Yay, that was Kelly Evans. Give it up for your host again tonight, your special guest host, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yay. Um, Kelly, before you leave, you were talking about wanting to be wanted. One time I was at Burning Man, and the people next to us, they built this thing called the Dirty Nasty Sex Box, and they would ask couples to go in it. And at the end, they burned the Dirty Nasty Sex Box. But they didn't ask me and my husband. They asked the people we were camping with. And I was like, why don't you want to get in the Dirty Nasty Sex Box with me? Like, I don't want to go in the Dirty Nasty Sex Box, but I at least wanted to be invited into the Dirty Nasty Sex Which way look so vanilla and boring that you just don't even, just don't even bother with having an orgy in the sex box with me? Come on. Like, at least, I completely understand what you're saying. I'm so vanilla, dude. I am so vanilla. Uh, Dana, that was great. I've got pot food for you. I made pot kacha today. I made pot focaccia. It's really good. That's what I pay the comedians with coming up at the next show at 8 o'clock. It's Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse. We have a great lineup tonight. You can actually hear some of the people. Cody Abe, Kelly Evans. He's going to be on the show as well. Uh, it's going to also be Rob Edwards and Nathan Lowe, Joanna Bateman myself it's gonna be a lot of fun thanks for being around in the next half hour i'm gonna be recording a little um commercial for people or and we'll see if some other people come in but thank you guys all so much for being here thank you for donating thank you for keeping mutiny radio alive please come by see a comedy show do an open mic come by and see the new art project i love it it's the retro moto project and uh it's really great here at mutiny radio thanks again to daniel and uh hey Keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Yay! Oh, I forgot to say, the music in the fills, if you like the music in the fills, it's by Sunk, S-U-N-Q. That's Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal, and Young Son of the Wyatt Act, another great local band. So check out Sunk on SoundCloud, and uh, keep enjoying them, and we'll see you at 8 o'clock with the Comedy Clubhouse. Bye!
Okay, I am going to record a commercial for Monkey Brains. They're so awesome, they want to have a commercial for us. So I'm going to do that. Here we go. All right, I'm going to get this all together. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. Press this. Go and then press this. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down. Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get monkey brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and way cooler than Comcast. Residential internet for only 35 a month. Business packages starting at 75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Monkeybrains.net. Well, that's what, that's why they call me one take Benjamin bitches. That was it. I, I did it. I did it in one take and I think it's perfect. Uh, keep enjoying propaganda. We're going to be back at eight o'clock with Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse. Watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1 800 Law Tigers or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. <laughs>
I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. Really, really good time. Flat black glass. Looking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total fraud. Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days. Over 50 comics from all around the U.S. And you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. 
Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. What were their names? Tell me what were their names? Did you have a friend on the good Reuben James? What were their names? Tell me what were their names? Flat Black Plastic Mutiny Radio dot FM Please enjoy. These are all records I got in the past week. Oh, we need your money. Please send us money. But we're going to do it with safety glass. So if you promote safety, send us money. Sunset all summer long. 
drinking man like I explained to you but that big old yellow moon was hanging out there God's landings was a hanging in the sky and that curiosity got the best of me and it took a slash and I got a crazy revolutionary feeling in my body that yellow whiskey went down my throat like honeydew vine water signs going up and saying there's a great life coming. Feel it talking to me and I took another slash and I got another joke and I took another slash and I started to sing. I started to sing in that big old yellow moon hanging out there in God's sweet lanterns hanging in the sky and as I sing now I'm singing over for me now but I'm singing as fine and as pretty as you'd ever want to hear and I took another slash 